0: a is for approved and learn more about the lima laser if you're interested in trying one today you can sign up for their newsletter tell them that food Heals sent you and please let me know if you order one i want to hear about your results again it's lima l y m a dot life another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Food Heals Podcast, Episode
1: 23. So I let them keep a handful and the rest they donate to the Candy Witch?
0: Ooh, okay. Who's the candy one? That's
1: a great idea. I can't reveal that on the show in case they're listening.
2: (laughs) Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in tinder matches. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.
0: All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. I'm Susie Hardy. And it's fall. Fall is here. So today we have our fall recipe haul. Yep. So Allison and I will share our favorite fall recipes. And then we have Dana Slatkin, also known as the Beverly Hills Farm Girl, on the show to give our fan-fave recipes from her book, The Summertime
2: Anytime Cookbook, Recipes from Shutters on the Beach. Dana Slatkin is a healthy chef who teaches a popular series of cooking classes, runs a pop-up shop and online store, And writes a weekly blog, 90210farmgirl.com. She has appeared on the Today Show, ABC News, and Extra. And she may live in the
0: 90210 zip code, but she would much rather be cooking than shopping.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Really? I can understand that. Yeah, exactly. Today's sponsor is the Global Healing Center. You know who they are. We love their organic, vegan health and beauty products. And then
0: Dan, my husband, also loves the vegan Veganzymes. They are... A digestive enzyme, advanced full spectrum, and they help enhance the digestive process and actually increase the nutritional value of your food. And of course, when I ordered the enzymes, I used my Food Heals Nation coupon code to get 20% off my purchase.
2: It's a great discount. Later in the show, we will tell you how you can get 20% off your purchase plus free shipping. And now we have a special announcement.
0: We have a new swag bag winner. New winner. Congratulations, Lois Flournoy Moncrief. And I'm sorry if we're not pronouncing your name correctly, Lois. Sorry, Lois. But we love you. We love your review. Thank you so much. And Lois's review is called Really Hits home for me. And I read her review and it really hit home for me. So we're on the same page, Lois. I get you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to read her review. I have been eating much better for 10 years, but went vegan 16 months ago when my cholesterol and triglycerides approached 200 each. I started with the China study and was amazed to see the dramatic difference in case studies in just one year of such things as plaque disappearing in before and after pics, Of blood vessels in that book. In my case, my cholesterol and triglycerides dropped under 150 within a year and are down to the 140 region now, and my good and bad cholesterol ratio is in the ideal range. I recently had an ultrasound of my vascular system and the results were very, very little plaque. I am a senior citizen, so this was good news. I feel better inside. I have not had a cold, flu, or sore throat in nearly four years, when I used to have at least something once a year. I eat organic and natural, and I've not had any meat or fish in 16 months, and am growing a lot of my own food. I am hoping my efforts will help me avoid a lot of diseases. I have been researching the health benefits of vitamins, minerals, herbs, and foods for some time, and I try to incorporate helpful items into my diet as much as possible. I can also relate to Allison's story. My sister had MS for 17 years and was basically a quadriplegic, and then got cancer and died very slowly and very painfully over a year, as we watched her stomach area grow to a basketball size. Doctors advised against operations as she was already stage 4 MS, and they guaranteed she would die of pneumonia within a month of an operation, so she was put on morphine and lived nearly a year but was clearly very uncomfortable, had trouble breathing and eating and was in severe pain when the nurses were late replacing her morphine patches. I have subscribed to this podcast and I'm looking forward to listening for some great advice that I can use to help my efforts. Bravo to Allison and Susie for creating this podcast. Thank you so much for doing this. I have to stop you right now because like I got choked up when you read that. I barely got through that. It's really hard for me to read, but it's also really amazing for me to read. You know, I love this review and Lois, I can completely empathize with everything you went through and I'm so impressed with what you're doing in your own life. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. And of course, I can relate to it, you know,
2: more than most. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and look at the steps that she's taking and the results she's getting. Exactly. All from the way she's eating and taking care of her body.
0: Yeah, Lois, you're a perfect example of someone who has seen the worst and come out of it the best. Because... And she deserves a swag bag. Yes! <laughs> Lois, this swag bag is for you.
2: Congratulations. We we are honored to send you this. We're so excited. Next up, our fall favorites, plus recipes and healthy Halloween tips from Dana, the Beverly Hills Farm Girl. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. All right, Susie, what's your fall favorite? My fall favorite is a soup because I love warming things. It's a cinnamon squash soup. It's gluten-free and can be made soy-free. That sounds so good. Oh, my gosh. And it's so, like, yeah, simple, just, you know, earthy tastes. I love yeah. it. This makes four to five cups of soup. You take four to five cups of roasted squash. Can be any combo. Use whatever kind of squash tickles your fancy. One cup of plain non-dairy milk. Hemp or almond are best in this. So no coconut, no rice milk. No, you want to stick to uh, almond or hemp are best. One half cup cinnamon applesauce. Yummy. I always loved applesauce. Me too. Two tablespoons apple cider vinegar. Oh, that's super healthy. It it really
0: is. It heals everything. It
2: really does. Yeah. Two tablespoons vegan buttery spread like Earth Balance. Oh, I like Earth Balance. Yeah. One tablespoon coconut oil. Half a teaspoon cayenne, optional. This is, you know, it depends if on you how much want spicy. spicy yeah. you want more, add a little more. I like it spicy, so Dude, I would take it spicy. I heard that about you. <laughs> Garnish with cinnamon, salt, and pepper to taste. And what kind of salt, Susie? The natural kind, Celtic sea salt, Himalayan salt, you know... Yes, if you've you listened to-, to past episodes, we know that Susie loves salt. Susie loves smells and loves salt. Yes. <laughs> I'm learning this about myself. I did not know this previous to being in front of your microphone. <laughs> but you like the
0: healthy salt, not the white table salt. Of course. So that's a really good recipe. Uh, maybe we can try it next time on the podcast.
2: That's a good idea. We should do a cook-off.
0: Yeah, that would be so fun. We can both make it and see see whose is better. Yeah. Mine won't be better. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I can make smoothie. My smoothie will be better than yours, but anything else, no. So it'll it so, be worse. Allison, what's your recipe? Mine for fall is a vegan
2: pumpkin pie smoothie. Ooh,
0: do tell. You don't have to love pumpkin pie to love this smoothie. It's actually not too sweet. You can always sweeten it up if you want to. That's
2: good to know because I don't love
0: pumpkin pie, to be honest. Yeah. I think pumpkin pie is a little thick for me, and most of the smoothie recipes I find online, actually, they want more pumpkin than my smoothie recipe. So when I first started experimenting with this, I was putting in the amount of pumpkin that they told me. It was just too thick, too sweet, too much. So I cut the pumpkin in half, and now it's better. In my opinion, but you know, you guys tell me what do you like? What do you not like?
2: So tell us how to make it.
0: All right. So this is essentially two large smoothies or three small smoothies. So you're going to start with 15 ounces of pumpkin. If you have it fresh or if you have it canned, about a half a can and you want to try to get it as organic and local as possible. They often will have this at the farmer's market, especially at this time of year because it's fall, right? Yeah. And then you're going to take a half a banana. Mm -hmm. One fourth cup of raw cashews. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're raw. Unless you have a nut allergy. If you have a nut allergy, leave out the cashews. If you don't, they're, they're delicious. (laughs) One half cup non-dairy milk. And in this recipe, you can do hemp, you can do coconut, you can do rice, you can do almond. Some people like the sweeter side. You might want the coconut. If you want the thicker side, you want, you might want the almond. It's really up to you and your taste buds. Just make sure it's non-dairy and non-soy. Unless, You like soy, but I personally stay away from soy. Then you're going to put in two tablespoons of maple syrup, a little less if you want less sweetener, a little more if you want more sweetener, right? Pretty easy. Then two tablespoons of coconut milk creamer. This is so good. It's really easy to find. You can find it in more stores than just Whole Foods. They have it at two grocery stores down the street from me. So coconut milk creamer will give it that creamy sweet taste. Two dashes of cinnamon. That's basically, to me, means shaking the cinnamon over there twice. That's how I do it. (laughs) One dash of cayenne. Again, you know, how hot do you want it to be? It's not going to be very hot, but that cayenne kind of brings out all the flavor, just like the salt. And then a pinch of sea salt. Whatever kind of salt Susie recommends, put that in there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. A cup and a half of ice. One thing I love to do, if you have time, is to freeze coconut water.
2: That's a great idea. I never thought about that.
0: Yeah, it makes smoothies really good and that gives you that extra boost of nutrition. So regular ice is fine. If you want to go the extra mile, if you have extra time, freeze the coconut water in your ice cube tray and it's going to taste so good. Then add your nutrition. So for me personally, I use VitaForce Super Greens. Some people use their protein powder. Whatever your nutrition is that you want to put in there, I always add a little boost. Now without it, this smoothie is still going to taste good. It's still going to be highly nutritious, but I'm all about the boost. I'm crazy person. I like to put in a little extra flaxseed, a little bit of Super Greens. Um, Like I said, I use VitaForce. Some people use other brands. Whatever you want to put in there, I just put it in there. And then you blend and it's so good and it's perfect for fall because it's fresh and delicious i'm gonna try that yeah we'll
2: try it next time you come over we'll make both of these recipes Mm. so we're in fall now right allison and i wanted to just say this to our listeners that you know i grew up on the east coast as you did yes we live in los angeles now it's unseasonably hot right now yes it doesn't feel like fall even la sometimes experiences a little bit of fall But, like, I just want to remind our listeners that as nature goes through these different stages and cycles each year and each day, it's okay sometimes to slow down. Yeah. You know? I remember growing up on the East Coast and having that kind of the fall, going into winter, and winter is typically a hibernation period where... I feel like humans don't respect that. We feel like... Americans, I should say Americans, just always (laughs) want to go, 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 go. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay to slow down, especially when there's less sunlight. It's just sort of the natural path of the earth. You know? I typically start to take naps in the fall, and I never usually do that. And when the sun starts setting earlier, you're supposed to go
0: to sleep earlier. So it's like setting your sleep patterns a little bit differently. And like you said, slowing down. I love that. I think that's a great idea. And what you actually brought to mind, like growing up in the East Coast, one thing I enjoyed as a kid was all the leaves changing color. And so now we live in Southern California, which is absolutely beautiful, but we're not seeing that. Like if you're in North Carolina where I'm from, you're seeing that. We're not seeing that here. So be grateful for the
2: beauty of what you're experiencing in the fall. And it's right. also like a, like a shedding, right? Like yeah. the leaves are shed from the trees and it's time to just lay fallow. It's just time to go just just kind of chill.
0: Yeah. When I was young, um, my dad would clean up all the leaves from the yard. You know, we didn't have a garden or anything like that. And he would clean up all the leaves and there'd be these huge leaf piles. piles. Did and you it, jump in them? Yes! yes. It was so fun. <laughs> so and friends would I. come over just to play in the leaf piles and we would just jump and play. And like, as an adult, I want to go find a leaf pile and jump. Oh and my play. God. I'm <laughs> having
2: such a flashback right now. I did the same thing. So yeah, awesome. my dad and my mom would rake.
0: Yeah, there were no leaf blowers, they would rake. Yeah, there were no leaf blowers, (laughs) there were no gardeners, there were just, your parents did it and they made this beautiful, stunning leaf pile and you would jump and play and have
2: <sighs> that is a simple joy of childhood. I can't so, tell you the
0: last time I did that. So much joy.
2: So much joy. I so, think you and I need to go find some leaves. I'm gonna have to like <laughs> go to a lot of yards. It's time to go back to the East Coast to find that I'm afraid.
0: But yeah, that's a great point. It's just a time to stop and appreciate. And I was also inspired by the Blood Moon which happened a few weeks ago. Right. And that is also an opportunity to shift and change and bring about new things into your life let go of old patterns let go of
2: old habits and renew yeah that was a very intense moon yes it very was rare it was occurrence. beautiful yeah
0: i got to see it from above i got to see it on an airplane and when i was on the ground in new york it was orange and full a full circle and then as we ascended into the air it slowly became a sliver we watched the shadow happen because there was an eclipse
2: it was amazing that is like probably the that's the perfect place because here it was cloudy in la it was cloudy
0: i know because i was luckily on the east coast and i got to see it but the people i was talking to before i left and i was taking pictures of it and sending it to it that were on the west coast weren't seeing what i was seeing Mm -hmm. so it was really cool it was a cool experience awesome yeah so welcome fall next up we have a great interview with dana slatkin she is known as the beverly hills farm girl and she's got great fall recipes as well as halloween tips for you food hills nation Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire and you're listening to the Food Heals podcast where you'll find the tools to become a hotter, healthier, happier you. We'll be right back with Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Food Heals Nation, if you are looking for the highest quality supplements, the most luscious organic skincare, and a brand name that you can trust to be free from toxic chemicals, look no further than the Global Healing Center. I have been using their products for years. Their Parfait Visage Face Lotion literally makes my skin look younger. And it comes in a beautiful bottle, so it is perfect as a gift as well. And the Oxy Powder Colon Cleanse Capsules are the most powerful detox supplements I have ever Ever use. They get everything out and they don't leave you feeling full or uncomfortable. The mission of the Global Healing Center is to bring back good health, positive thinking, happiness, and love, and they want to help you realize that your body is a self-healing mechanism. Well, I couldn't agree more. So I've teamed up with Dr. Group and the Global Healing Center to bring you a discount exclusive to Food Heals listeners. Go to their website at globalhealingcenter.com, pick out the items you want and use the discount code FOODHEALS, all one word, for 20% off your purchase, plus free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. 20% off is a great deal, Food Heals Nation. I love their products, and I know you will, too. All right, Food Heals Nation, we're back with Dana, the Beverly Hills Farm Girl. She is author of Summertime Anytime Recipes from Shutters on the Beach. I love Shutters on the Beach. And she's also a blogger of the website beverlyhillsfarmgirl.com. All right, Dana, so what are the top fan faves from your book?
1: Well, one of the crab pleasers is, is definitely the crab cakes. Mm. At Shutters, we, we've been doing crab cakes since they opened 21 mm-hmm. years ago but being a vegetarian I don't personally eat crab cakes so what I do at home is I make them with hearts of palm yes. instead of crab and you'd be surprised it's kind of a, a, a good substitute I actually throw in some nori mm-hmm. in with the hearts of palm and yeah, that I, seafoody taste exactly that's awesome and nori is super healthy And so yummy. Yeah. And I put a handful of kimchi in there too, Mm -hmm. uh, which is so good for us also, and a little spicy. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. So there's a good recipe for the crab cakes in the cookbook, and you can just substitute the hearts of palm.
0: Awesome. And is it on your website? Is the recipe online? Yes.
1: You can look up crabless cakes on my website, and it actually came from the uh, one of my favorite chefs. Who opened Crossroads Kitchen a few yes. years ago, Tal Ronan.
0: I love Crossroads. Oh, that's Me my happy too. place. <laughs> Me
1: too. So he was kind enough to share his recipe. So it's on my website. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I love um, un-crab cakes or <laughs> whatever you call them because before I was fully vegetarian, I was pescatarian, and crab cakes is really one of the last things I gave up, to be honest. And so now if I see them at a restaurant, I usually get them because they're usually pretty good. Yeah. So that's awesome. Okay, I'm excited to check that one out.
1: Okay, another one. I make baked potatoes a lot for my kids, but a lot of times I have leftovers. So in the morning, I'll cube them up and make breakfast counter potatoes, Ooh. which always reminds me of my favorite diner. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing but you know good organic butter, onions, and potatoes. So those is that easy to make? Couldn't be easier. Again, cast iron pan <laughs> and plenty of salt. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And I have to say my top fave dessert that everyone seems to love is the chocolate coconut fondue. And all it is is a can of full-fat coconut milk, which you heat up. You can heat on the stove or in the microwave till it's just simmering. Then throw in a handful of chocolate chips, maybe some vanilla paste. Mm -hmm. Stir it all together, and you can dip just about anything in there, from your favorite fruits to dried fruits to banana slices strawberries absolutely (laughs) any berry
0: that sounds so
1: good that sounds like really fun to do with kids too my kids love it and especially now that it's turning into fall and you maybe you want cozier desserts it's great to put in a fondue pot and just start dipping
0: yeah so I had to buy a fondue pot (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I can make that you
1: can also put in a ramekin yeah, yeah, with some skewers. I just want to feel
0: special that I actually have one. <laughs> yes, it makes you look really fancy. <laughs> That's awesome. So, why is it important to be conscious of our food and where our food comes from?
1: Well, for one, it it's important for our planet. I mean, it, it's so important to eat local and to eat real and support our farmers, and and support our bodies. Our bodies are where everything is housed. And if our bodies aren't running properly, then out the door goes all of our dreams and all of our relationships and um, all, uh, you know, everything. Yeah. So um, I I've always believed that we need to take really good care of ourselves, and um, it starts with what we what we feed ourselves.
0: So tell us about you.
1: Your why are you called the Beverly Hills Farm Girl? <laughs> <laughs> well, in 1994. I went to the mayor of Beverly Hills and I said, you know, Beverly Hills has to be about more than just shopping. We really need a place to gather. How about having a farmer's market? Mm -hmm. And to her credit, the the mayor at the time was all over the idea. She said, that's great. We'll take the idea. We'll make it happen. And they did. Wow. they took three blocks from the central Beverly Hills. They closed them down on Sunday and they turned it into a farmer's market.
0: Yeah, it's right down the street. Yeah. And since then place. it's
1: really grown. It's become a great gathering place and there's a petting zoo and all kinds of music. And and it's really a fun place on Sunday mornings. That's awesome. I yeah. do
0: love going there. It's a great community event. And I also, I, I go running in that area. So I'm always running by it. Sometimes I'll forget that it's Sunday and it's the farmer's market. So I'll run by and go, oh, got to come back with a bag, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really great. And people forget that Beverly Hills is first and foremost a neighborhood mm-hmm. where people live and people want to gather. Yeah. And unlike Europe, we don't have town squares here Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. So it's nice to have all those farmer's markets where people can come and interact with their neighbors and the farmers. Just a wonderful place.
0: So I feel like what you did going to talk to the mayor is like a really ballsy move. Like, I feel like most people don't do that. What really inspired that?
1: You know, I had nothing to lose. Yeah. And it, it was a passion. And, you know, we can talk about passion, but... I think the first thing when you have a passion is to try it out and test it out on others and see if they if they agree with you. Mhm. Yeah. So I figured I have nothing to lose. So do you
0: get any credit for being the founder of the Beverly Hills Farmers Market?
1: Oh, um, not really, but I, it did become the name of my business, which mm-hmm. is Beverly Hills Farmers Market, and it gave me a good nickname. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
1: So, tell us about your business. So now, I, for the last twelve years, I've been teaching classes in my home, where people will come, ten to twenty-five students at a time will come, and we'll make ourselves lunch or dinner, and I'll I'll teach them how to cook and how to cook my favorite recipes. And then they come, they go home with their menus and, you know, they can buy what the ingredients that we used in the class. They can buy the pots and pans and the knives. And then they go home and they're all ready to make a great meal for their spouse or their families. I have got to take one of your classes. (laughs) (laughs) Come. I can make that happen.
0: I know you can. Awesome. All right. So, um, I want to, I want to move over to the career part of this because I have a lot of listeners who are really into taking your passion and making it your career. So you're so passionate about food, you wanted to originally be a lawyer, and then you switched over. And how did you create that business? And how did you take that risk to start
1: something new? I think the first step is find what floats your boat. I... I thought I wanted to be a lawyer, but I realized that I would be doing a lot of arguing, right, yeah. <laughs> or at least my clients would, and I'd be stuck in the middle. Yeah. And when I traveled around after I graduated Cal, I realized what I got excited about was mm-hmm. the food. Yeah. So I would say, first, know what gives you joy. And second, try it out you need to test your passion and make sure it's something that you love doing all day long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, does it bring you a lot of joy? Does it stress you out? Try it out on yourself first. Then I would say try it out on others. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to be food and cooking, cook for others yeah. and cook a lot and see how you feel and how they feel. Absolutely. Um, next, I would say you really need to decide can you make money with your passion yeah and how are you going to make money and in our business in the food business there are so many different ways to monetize that passion yeah absolutely I mean look you have this radio show (laughs) which I think is really cool and I've done everything from you know blogging and having sponsors Mm -hmm. to um, teaching my classes and having a store where I sell the things that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be opening a restaurant soon. Yeah, uh, So that's a whole other world. Um, but I've found a lot of different ways to, um, to make a career out of it.
0: Yeah, we've had a lot of guests um, on the podcast who have all had other careers and then become passionate about food and become either vegans or vegetarians and then really found their audience with that niche and created careers out of it, like you said, through sponsorships and things like that. We have sponsors on this podcast and it's a great way to monetize what you're passionate about because like we say, we only accept sponsors with messages and products that we believe in. So it's a win-win.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: it's educating the public on these topics as well as, you know, promoting other people that are trying to do something good for the world
1: exactly and i think you'd agree with me allison that really you have to just do it yeah start now go for it yes exactly (laughs) love it yes cool what else you got um yeah i I, you know i heard this this quote in my soul cycle class this morning Uh the only impossible goal is the one that you don't set for yourself and i thought that was that's good advice I love that. Mm, Right. That's beautiful
0: because it's like you can set goals that you think that you can achieve and you will probably achieve them. But if you set a goal that sounds impossible and you take the steps to get there, there's no reason that you can't get there.
1: And no reason anyone can stop you. Yeah. And the
0: only person standing in the way of your success is yourself.
1: I believe that. Yeah. 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 No
0: one. It's no one else's fault. No one else is holding you back. No one else is holding you down. It's all about you. So take those steps, make that impossible goal and then you can achieve it. I love that. Yeah. Great quote. Great soul cycle class. <laughs> That's why it's called soul <laughs> cycle. Exactly. <laughs> love that. Is that something that you subscribe to in your um, business and in your life?
1: You know, I would have to say I've gotten in my own way a lot yeah. and I used to let fear take over yeah. or lack of confidence. And you know, as you get older and you know, I'm, I'm definitely older. <laughs> I got to the point where I just said, what the hell? Yeah. And you know, Julia Child, who's one of my gurus said that in cooking, you have to have a what the hell attitude.
0: Great. She's a great role model, huh? She really is
1: <laughs> because really when it comes down to it, it's, it's just food, right? Yeah. I mean, we want we want to have joy around food. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's so many, so much information now and there's so many boogeymen that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're supposed to be scared of GMOs and scared of non-organic foods and this ingredient and that. I really think it's important to focus on what food is. It nourishes us. It brings us together. Yeah. And I think it creates, you know, it's the start of creating peace in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And while there are
0: toxic things out there that we should stay away from as long as we're not eating them on a regular basis, it's okay. Don't yes. judge yourself every time you have that takeout that you know is not healthy or that not that non-organic apple or whatever. Because right. as long as you're doing it most of the time, your body has the power and the ability to get rid of what it doesn't need. It's you get toxic when you're doing that every day. So it's about like not judging yourself for you know, eating not perfectly all the time and just being okay with where you're at.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Yeah. And like you said, I've stood in my own way as well. You know, three years ago, I was on another radio program. I was on the K-Pod with Carrie Kasem and Ashley Marriott. And as soon as we started rolling, my heart started pounding in my chest. And I answered the questions and I tried so hard to speak my mind, but I was so shy. I was so quiet. I was too scared to say anything. And, you know, that was three years ago. And now I will say everything I believe. I don't hold back (laughs) and I don't want to because I've realized that if I'm not authentic in who I am, then I'm not serving myself and therefore I can't serve others. I can't help other people if I am not being true to myself. And so I think that's so important in life, in business, in, you know, your health you got to do what works for you. So if the guy next to you is a vegan and you want to be a vegan, make sure that's what works for you. If the person uh, in your cubicle is gluten-free. It doesn't mean you have to be gluten-free unless you do, you know? So figure out what works for you. <laughs>
1: right. You know. Yes, and feel grateful that we can sit here and talk about food and yes. that we have such an abundance of food. Yes. And that every time we eat, feel grateful for that meal. I
0: love that. Yeah. Um, We had Amanda Deming on another episode, and she had healed herself of cancer. And she said, I'm grateful for every meal that I eat. She said, it's okay to bless your food. She said, it's not religious. Bless your food. Allow it to nourish you in every way possible. Mm-hmm. Even if it is not the best, just bless it. <laughs> Allow it to nourish your body.
1: Yes. Um The last thing I'll say is, you know, when I was um when my book just came out, I got asked by More magazine for an interview and they, mm-hmm. they wanted to put me on the cover. And something inside me said, More Moore magazine? Isn't that for older women, like over forty? <laughs> I was like, Yikes. I don't want to be one of them and I said, No. And now in retrospect, I wish I had just said yes. And there were a lot of things a lot of opportunities that mm-hmm. I should have just said yes to. Yeah. So I would say, you know, and, and my new mantra going forward is say yes more.
0: I love that. My friend Jill has the same mantra. Her last summer, she named it the summer of yes. Where she wasn't allowed to turn anything down. Take every adventure. If someone asks you to go hiking, if someone asks you to go on a date and you're not sure, just say yes and experience that. And you know, don't, don't hold, don't allow yourself to be held back by your own fear. And I thought that was amazing. So say yes, Food Heals Nation. Absolutely. All right, so it's October and we have Halloween coming up, which is, I know, many people's favorite holidays. It's one of my favorite holidays, you know, as a kid and as an adult, I still love it. My friends still love it. There's always a million Halloween parties and as you know, down the street is the West Hollywood parade every year, so it gets crazy around this neighborhood. Um, but what are your tips for staying healthy
1: during the holidays? Well, it's one of my favorite holidays too, yeah. Halloween. But, of course, there's the candy factor, and you don't want your kids gorging on candy. Right. So I like to focus on the giving part. Ooh, I love that. As much as the getting. And, of course, I want them to go trick-or-treating and get all that candy, but I don't let them eat it all in one night. (laughs) Thank goodness. Actually, I let them keep a handful, and the rest they donate to the Candy Witch. Ooh, okay. Who's the candy witch? That's a great <laughs> well, idea. I can't reveal that on the show in case they're listening. <laughs> but the candy witch swoops down in the middle of the night and takes all the candy and she donates it to children's hospitals or oh, some other worthy cause.
0: That is wonderful. How lovely of your children to be willing to donate. I love that. Every kid out there should be, you know, donating to the candy witch you can give to those less fortunate. That's fantastic (laughs) that's like the best tip I've ever heard (laughs) I love it how can everyone find out about your cooking classes, what you're doing, what you're up to online, everything like that
1: well you can go on my website which is 90210farmgirl.com or danaslatkin.com I've got an Instagram now thanks to my kids which is also 90210farmgirl Um, and you can always get in touch with me through Facebook
2: That's our show. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with the Beverly Hills Farm Girl for more in upcoming episodes. Today's
0: tweetable comes from Dana. The only impossible goal is the one that you don't set for yourself. If you like that, tweet it to Dana at 90210farmgirl, girl is spelled G-R-L, and tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation and use the hashtag Food Heals Podcast in your post.
2: For all the show notes, go to www.FoodHealsNation.com 23.
0: Don't forget, we still have the Swag Bag Contest going on where you can win over $300 worth of organic health and beauty products, including anti-wrinkle face cream,
2: detox supplements, clay masks, deodorants, and more. We have eight bags left. You know how to enter. Leave us a review on Stitcher or iTunes. Then screenshot your review
0: and post it to our Food Heals Nation Facebook page or tweet it to us at Food Heals Nation or email it to us at info at See you next time,
2: Food Heals Nation.